News Talk Breakfast with Kira Kelly and Shane Coleman in association with Air on News Talk. Now to the UK, where the Bank of England has said it will not hesitate to hike interest rates after the pound fell to a record low against the US dollar. Uh, we're joined by Vincent McAvinney, London-based journalist. Uh, why has the pound fallen so sharply, Vincent? Well, this is in large part in response to uh, Liz Truss's government unveiling their plan, a uh, sort of small uh, budget, which is actually pretty big in the end on Friday, which had a host of measures, including uh, tax cuts and cancellations of tax rises, uh, without giving us the sort of full costings, without the full forecast. Uh, and that obviously means it's going to come from borrowing some way, whilst at the same time, uh, the uh, the rates for borrowing for the British government have climbed significantly to over 4% for two-year yields. So the market is slightly spooked by Liz Truss's plans, taking on more national debt. Uh, and so that is why there was the reaction there was in the Asian markets yesterday morning, its first chance to react. We saw the pound sink uh, and approach that sort of one-for-one parity level with the US dollar for the first time ever. Okay, the the markets are spooked. Are Conservative MPs already spooked? I see uh, opinion polls yesterday putting Labour at the kind of support uh, levels that they haven't had since the the heyday of Tony Blair. Yeah, that's right. And you have to remember as well that uh, Liz Truss did not win the uh, vast support of the Conservative Party in Parliament. That went to Rishi Sunak. She did, of course, win the vote of the members by a significant margin. Uh, But really, this is a a problem now that she's going to face. There are some whispers that some Conservative MPs are feeling unease, that not just the public who are feeling nervous about this, but also the markets themselves, uh, businesses, uh, lots of organisations sounding the alarm at the speed in which she's trying to move. This is essentially herself and her Chancellor, uh, who are kind of part of this sort of fringe group in the Conservative Party who want to really reset the uh, sort of economic order in this country. But you're doing this at a time where they've been in government for some 12 years, where the UK economy is already in significant uh, sort of recovery mode after the pandemic. You've got the cost of living crisis, and they're doing what is, in effect, a grand experiment with the economy. And so what we might start seeing is some MPs thinking this is all just a bit too much. Uh, We know that many of them were unhappy that Boris Johnson was unseated. So they might start to put in letters of no confidence once again, and we'll get that slow drum march. Oh, right. she's, uh, only in, she's, only in the, she's only in number 10 a wet week. She, that, well, that is true, uh, but that, that doesn't sort of stop them putting in the letters that they feel like it. Of course, it has to get to that threshold. You need a few dozen of those before she's be taken out. Uh, but, you know, that, that this is a huge shock to the British economy, and it, it, it depends how carefully she, and particularly her chancellor, who was somewhat kind of reckless with his language over the weekend, sort of saying, you haven't seen anything yet, I'm going to go further than this. Uh, and obviously, you know, that has, it's been a bit of a baptism of fire for them. Uh, obviously, very early days, yes, uh, despite this baptism of fire. But, uh, I mean, are, could she end up being, I don't, know what, I don't know who holds the record for shortest ever serving uh, prime minister. Is, is she shaping up to take that record, do you think? Uh, I mean, we will see. She will, I think, be trying uh, as much as she can to hold on. We have this time frame whereby we have to have in the general election uh, sort of by uh, December 2024 at the latest. Everyone thought that she would want to get it done probably by springtime 2024, uh, even though it would, you know, because you don't want a winter election, basically. It it depresses the turnout because of the weather. It's hard to campaign. But actually now she might want it to be as far away as possible because the economic shock 
the recovery is going to take so long. But yes, there could be moves by her own MPs. But I think even her, the Conservative MPs would know that it might be political suicide to once again uh, lose another MP, lose another prime minister, uh, and try and put in place their, uh, you know, their their fifth one, uh, essentially in the space of 12, 13 years, that they'll be punished for that by the general uh, election uh, turnout by by their own side. So, I, I mean, I don't think she's in that much danger in terms of her MPs for the mm. short term. Uh, but if maybe in a year's time they feel like they're looking at if, if things haven't gone well, they're looking at electoral oblivion. Well, the Conservative Party is very good at getting rid of their own leaders. They certainly are. Vincent McAvinney, London-based journalist, thank you for talking to News Talk Breakfast. Just had a quick look there. Shortest-serving Prime Minister in Britain of all time, George Canning. He served for less than four months. He did die in office, though. He wasn't actually ejected uh, from office. But in Liz, we do not trust, it would seem, Kira. Sorry. That's a good one. That's a good one. And, and you're quite right. Uh, anyway, listen, we, we shall watch with, with, bait, with bated breath what's going on in the UK. News Talk Breakfast with Kira Kelly and Shane Coleman. In association with AIR. Weekday mornings at 7 on News Talk.